Okay, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Spooky Movie Squad. This is episode 146, and we are in the final chapter in Vampire Month. So, the final countdown. Blah, 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 blah. Is it still July? (laughs) He said blah, 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 blah. (laughs) (laughs) So, for our final choice, we went with a... I will say very different one. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. we, we do foreign horror and we've been kind of hopping around the globe with picks, but uh, this is the first Persian film, like horror, or I think I've seen a Persian film before, but this is the first horror film mm-hmm. of Persian descent, Iranian, like situation that I've seen before. Uh, and it's it's good. It's very interesting. Um, Oh, what did you say it was, Katie? It was like a, um, damn it. It's one of my seven like, words. Okay, okay. I'll come to it. <laughs> Katie described it in a very special way. And I was like, yeah. But we watched A Girl Walks Home Alone at Night. Uh, I remember uh, this w- this movie was on a ton of lists saying like, you know, this is a movie that you have to see at some point in your life. And yeah, I I, I enjoyed it. It was different. And I like different, honestly, so. I had a good time. It's a, a a romance. It's a very short romance story about just a vampire that walks home alone at night, and <laughs> and just just uh, a few days in the life of well, not even the life of a vampire, but just the life of a kid or a guy, and just how everything just kind of changes when he meets this mysterious girl. Uh, it was pretty dang good. So, uh, like, oh, I have a have a couple of fun facts about it so this film it's you know it, it's a middle eastern you know filmed film but surprisingly this actually was filmed in california <laughs> and it just oh. made it look middle eastern i suppose just uh it's somewhere t- taft california oh okay that's very Ever close to us oh yeah yeah taft is not far taft is like a tiny little spit from it's here. like outside of bakersfield yep yeah okay <laughs> it makes sense it seemed like a very smallish place and stuff so. i was gonna oh, say a lot of those refineries look really familiar like <laughs> those look like all the shit that you see driving down 99 yeah and the the pump jacks i was like oh i've seen those that's, yeah that's kind of weird i didn't expect them to look like that in other countries because you know <laughs> different technology <laughs> like that yeah. makes a lot of fucking sense <laughs> yeah no, their it's... oil riggings were very very much california <laughs> yeah it's pretty sweet so uh oh, this one's really good uh a ton of people have you know sung the praises of this movie they've made a graphic novel kind of depicting the the girl that's the main vampire's name uh the girl's just journey before this movie and uh, a lot of cool stuff a band has done a album that you play when you're watching it uh and i want to say 2018 and they do concerts and they'll have the movie going while they play their music that's fucking cool yeah the uh, soundtrack to this movie was dope yes so the director i'm gonna destroy your name i apologize anna lily army poor army poor Sure. Uh, she said everything that's in this movie, every strip of clothing, every just image and uh, just music, everything is something that she is 
100% obsessed about. So it's very much like, um, what's his name? James Gunn, when he does his movies and just like the music, it's like a soundtrack first, and then he comes up with the idea for the movie. So everything is just very special to him. Uh, yeah, everything in this movie was something that she personally picked and worked out. And it's like, this song is awesome. And it'll be the best song for this moment right now. So I thought that was really cool. Uh, there's a couple of scenes where the vampire uh, skates. It's around town. That was actually the director. because She's an avid skater. So she's like, I'll do all the scenes and stuff. So hopping on a skateboard. The one scene where it is the girl's actress, and she's just that's the scene where she's holding onto the wall, she's barely pulling herself along. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that shit's scary. Skateboards are scary. Uh, but no, this movie it's a very interesting movie. Uh, the I don't know, it moves really fast. When I was watching it, I was very curious how if it was gonna feel like it was dragging. This movie didn't drag to me so. No, it went quickly. No, it's a really good story. Like I said, it's it's like a short, special little thing, just a just a, a little jump into the life of you know a vampire and a, a guy that falls in love, and then we just kind of leave. So, uh, like always, we'll get into the story of this bad boy, and then we'll talk about our favorite and least favorite characters. I think it's gonna be kind of easy to figure out the least favorite, but uh, I'm actually curious about the favorite. So, uh, yeah. So this movie starts. Uh, we meet up with. Uh, Arash? Is that how I said? Yeah. Arash? Arash. I'm going to say Arash. So Arash, he lives with his terrible dad. Hey, the the actor that plays the dad, he was in How I Met Your Mother. He's, He's Ranjit. The, yeah. Ranjit. It's, it's Ranjit. <laughs> the whole time I was sitting there, I was yeah. like, I know this. He's Ranjit. Yeah, I was like, I know this man. Okay. And, yeah. <laughs> Moving car. So uh, he lives with his father that is addicted to heroin. So, you know, that's really fun. And his dad sucks. Yes. Oh. We'll talk about that in a little bit. <laughs> and so uh, Arash, he is very proud. Like the one thing that he's worked for, I counted. So it would have been around six years for him to do it. Because he said it was like, I can't remember, 2000. He, he said the amount of days that it took for him to save up for this car, this beautiful, beautiful car. And it's around six years. And so he drives around that. He's very happy. He takes care of his shitty, shitty dad. And he does. uh, He's a gardener at some point uh, for this rich girl. And so they are harassed all the time by a drug dealing pimp named Saeed. A very terrible person. Looks very dirty. So uh, he tells uh, Arash that his dad, he's like, hey, your dad owes me a lot of money because he likes prostitutes and drugs. And all these things, it's like, hey, you know, that money comes from somewhere. So he owes me. So you're going to give me your car. And Arash is very upset about that because, and I get that. It's like, I work for this on my own. My shitty parents did nothing about this. And they're like, well, it's mine now. And he's very upset about it. And so uh, later that day, or that night, um, Saeed, he's scooting around, checking in on his uh, prostitutes. And uh, one is Ati. Is her name, and they get disrupted after uh, having a very. <laughs> I'm trying to be nice about. It. He's getting a blowjob. I was trying to figure out a fancy way to say it, but uh, he sees someone just kind of watching him from behind the car, and it's the girl. So a uh, very uh, just ominous looking person just standing there watching, and so uh, the prostitute gets chased off, and Saeed drives home, 
And so as he's walking home, this person's following him and he realizes it's a very cute girl. And he's like, hey, you want to come upstairs? Have some fun. Uh, he proceeds to sniff all the coke and turn up the music really loud. He did so much coke. It was yeah. an absurd amount of drugs. Like Tony Montana like <laughs> levels of coke. He was just like, fuck it. Head first. Yeah. So uh, he puts his finger into uh, the girl's mouth. That's really sexy to do, I guess. They did it like three times. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? And then she bites his finger off and then she hops like on him. You do. Which is what that prostitute should have done. Yeah. It's funny. Uh, bites his finger off and it puts his finger into his mouth. And it's like, you mm, like it? Is it sexy yet? <laughs> <laughs> and, and then she hops on him and drinks his blood. So we're like, oh shit. Like, we got some vampire shit happening right now. Uh, and so Arash actually goes by the uh, apartment or home where he lives. It seems like it was an apartment, but uh, he goes by to, I guess he's going to try to trade his car back for some earrings that he stole from his job from the lady he works for. Uh, Shada? I don't know. It's sure. S-H-A-Y-D-A-H. Shada? Call it Shada. So uh, he's going to trade off. So he sees the girl scoot off and he goes into the apartment and he finds Saeed dead on the ground. So he's like, oh, shit. Give me my keys. And I'll take this drug and this briefcase full of money. Goodbye. <laughs> he, he scoots off. As you do, Katie, the first thing she said when he went into there and saw all that stuff, she's like, grab the drugs. Grab the drugs and the money. <laughs> I didn't really care about the drugs. Like, I was shocked that the girl left the drugs and the money because she had like robbed him of all his jewelry and shit. And yeah. I was like... Mm-hmm. Well, the second that dude walked in, I was like, he better fucking grab that briefcase full of drugs and yeah. money because it makes no sense to leave. <laughs> like, so Arash is uh, faithfully reunited with his car. I think it's been gone for maybe a day. Mm-hmm. And he decides to sell some drugs and he quits his job working for the, the rich girl. And so later on, he goes to a uh, costume party and he dresses up as, as Dracula. <laughs> it, they don't really explain it. But he well, just starts to like cut on some clothing, and I was like, "What is he doing?" I thought he was making. Very, huh? Sorry, I was gonna say when you said that he was on the corner. Well, he started selling the drugs. Uh, there was one shot where the the little boy that like keeps popping up from time to time sees him and then just gives him the disappointed like, "Oh, I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed." Look, it's oh, like yeah. you were. I looked up to you, and now you're selling drugs. Well. My turn. When I grow up, I'm gonna sell drugs too. Right. Get me a sweet ass car like you. <laughs> so uh, while this is happening, while he is selling drugs to the community, uh, the the woman, the girl, uh, she spends a lot of her time listening to music in her apartment, skateboarding. After she steals the skateboard from uh, the cute little kid that is just in the movie, just pops up randomly. Uh, she scares the ever living shit out of him and tells him that she'll like like what suck his eyeballs out of his skull or rip them out yeah. i can't remember yeah they both sound terrible yeah <laughs> but she's like yeah i will always be watching you so be a good boy or i will kill you and he's like i'm gonna trip myself and he drops skateboard and runs off she's like sweet free skateboard <laughs> and then proceeds to skateboard everywhere she sure does swipe that little kid's fucking skateboard mm-hmm. <laughs> she actually pops up and scares uh uh arash's dad he's like talking to the prostitute trying to i don't know get some sex and then she's like follows him and like copies his movements and he's like i don't like that and just runs off and i was like there you go 
take your dumb ass home. <laughs> <laughs> and so at the party, Arash gets persuaded by the rich girl to take some drugs because he likes her. And he's like, well, you know, because he's dumb as fuck. The party will be f- more fun if you take these drugs. And he's like, and Never Katie, get high on your own supply. Yep. Katie said that. And I was like, that is the truth. You don't do that. I'm a drug dealer. I don't take my drugs. I take other drugs. But uh, Arash <laughs> is extra jacked up at this party. And he, at some point, just kind of disappears. <laughs> he was fucked up. And so he's just yep. walking in a neighborhood, just lost. And he meets up with the girl. And so uh, he, t- he tells her, like, he's lost. He's like, you know, where are we? And, you know, she's like, we're in Bad City. And he's like, I live in Bad City. Like, this doesn't look like Bad City. And he's this like, looks different. yeah, he's really confused. And she helps him out. And she tells him, like, hey, you can come back to my place and we can, like, listen to music and you can kind of relax because he's like, I can't walk. And so she puts him on the skateboard and scoots him to her place. And it's pretty nice. She actually doesn't bite him. They listen to music. And uh, I don't know if he stays the whole night or not. I don't know. They don't really talk about when he leaves because at some point if he's, like, slept there and in the daytime, it's like, like, why is it so dark in here? And he open up a window or something, but um oh party right <laughs> so uh she was out during the day though mm-mm. yeah yeah when she threatened that little boy that was during the day no it was nighttime it wasn't it was nighttime it was, yeah it was dark as fuck but he does go visit her towards the end of the movie in the day but by the time they leave the, the room it's nighttime because when yeah. he gets there it's still daytime so maybe it's like you know as long as she doesn't hit direct light you know yeah and so they meet the next night and she for sure doesn't want to really get into a relationship but this guy is special because he's dodged death one night with her but she she seems to aim for bad people and so he's definitely not a bad person and so they keep talking and then he actually gives her earrings the earrings that he stole from his like previous employer he actually gives it to her and then he pierces her ears with a safety pin and caves like, ah, memories. Oh, yep. <laughs> and I was like, oh, that's so duh. Um, but then she finally leaves. It's not that bad. Yeah, I know. getting regular ears pierced. Yeah, it probably fucking hurts. But, uh, it's not that bad. Yeah, but then she scoots <laughs> off because uh, I could tell she, I don't know. You, you know that in a rom-com or a relationship kind of movie, you know, they can't just be like, I love you so much and then get together 10 minutes in. It has to be conflict and yeah, you know, in, your, in your chest. You know, you can't just love the person instantly. There has to be some reason. So um, the woman, she scoots off into the town. And so she actually meets with uh, Ati. And so that was a prostitute that worked for Saeed back in the day. The dirty guy, that, no finger. And so they actually go to a prostitute's apartment. And the woman actually gives Ati the money that Saeed owed her because she was planning on using the money to leave and just go anywhere else because Bad City is a bad city. (laughs) (laughs) I wouldn't want to be there either. And so um, they talk and uh, Ati, you could tell she's been through a lot uh, in her life and she's very depressed. And so she just wants to do more and be better. So uh, the woman leaves. And so we meet back up with Arash's dad, old shitty old Hussein. So he's the whole time they they show him in this movie, he's suffering from either too much heroin in his system or not enough heroin in his system. And usually he's laying down somewhere complaining to about his son not being a good son and giving him medicine. And so he 
he has this moment where he thinks like the cat's his wife and he just goes crazy and so arash actually kicks him out Mm -hmm. gives him some drugs and money and kicks him out and and he actually he's like don't ever come back bitch yeah he actually tells him to take the cat with him which i don't get that part but uh hussein he actually goes to ati the prostitute and he is trying his best to get her to take heroin with him because he doesn't want to get high by himself i guess and so they he forces her he ties her arms up with uh, a belt and actually puts heroin in her body and he takes heroin and they fall asleep and so the the girl fun? yeah i don't get it uh the, the girl pops up and drags his ass off and yeah. kills him super kills him and so ati actually helps her dispose of the body and then she grabs the cat and actually leaves and so arash um he finds his dad's body with the help of a little kid. I don't think they say his name. A little, little kid. And so he runs to the apartment of the girl and he's like, I want to leave. Like, let's get out of here. There's nothing left for me here. Yeah. Let's get the fuck out. Yeah, this place sucks. Let's get out of here. And she says, well, she doesn't really say okay. She just starts packing up. And then his cat pops up just walking in her apartment. And he puts two and two together and realizes that she is either involved with killing his dad or he, she actually killed his dad. And so uh, he seems to be all right with it, I suppose. Yeah. And so they hop into the car and drive off. And he pulls off to the side of the road. And he is sitting there just kind of mad. He seems to be, this is the last step before he can get over all of that stuff. Because dad was not, he wasn't a good dad, but it's still his, you know, blood. Yeah. And so he finally gets back in the car and he seems, you know, he seems to decide that he wants to be with her. And they smile and they drive off into the darkness. And that's the movie. Uh, it's good. It's very interesting. And it's, there wasn't a big, I don't know, like the story. It just seemed like we hopped in on someone's life for a couple of days. And it wasn't yeah. like, you know, they didn't stop an evil vampire from blowing up something. or, or I- I have an idea of what this was supposed to be, and I might be putting too much, like giving too it. much credit to whatever, <laughs> but it's part of my seven words, so I'll say it when we get there. Okay, yeah, we're almost there. But uh, but no, this, it just seemed very, like, seriously, like, like you just kind of clicked in and you just were watching just life happen for a couple of days. Uh, it was very interesting. I haven't seen a vampire movie like this. It was, it was pretty cool. So... What was everybody's favorite character in Girl? Wait, the girl? A girl. A girl walks home alone at night. Katie. The girl. Pretty much everyone else in this movie had a lot of flaws. And her only flaw was that she was a vampire and needed to kill people. But like, she didn't kill just random folks. She was killing dirtbags. So... I was cheering for her the whole time because it was a very, it was like Dexter-esque in the way that she was killing people. So I was cool with it, I guess. That's weird to say, but she was arguably the least problematic character in the movie. <laughs> uh, Emma. I have honestly no other options. So yes, same. Exactly <laughs> the same. She was a vigilante. And I liked it, Micah. 
Uh, my pick is less character and more um, filmmaker status, I guess. I chose the sound department uh, from the the music choices with like obscure alternative culturally stuff. accurate whenever uh they were like in the girl's room or uh there was like a big emphasis on music in general because there was the one scene where he's like packing up all his shit to get out because he's like fuck there's somebody coming after me you know they killed my drug de- killed the drug dealer they killed my dad like uh, i gotta get the fuck out of cds and yep. then he grabs like some drugs and stuff yeah <laughs> and some money but <laughs> yeah uh but i thought the sound department was was did a really fantastic job they you know from the sound effects of the ear ringing to you know build suspense and uh whenever they shot like an a uh a, like a oil um, thing no i know like the the oil pumps but it was like a transition scene where mm. it was just scenery and stuff. They would use the sound from that, but they blended it in really well. It wasn't just like rough edits. So also, I guess, adding the editing department. If I keep rambling, I'm just going to give credit to every single person who put this movie together. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a long week, y'all. I just want to thank the team. But yeah, no, I, I thought the movie was very, very well put together. And my props to the sound department for sure. Yeah. Uh, so I actually picked uh, honorable mention the the soundtrack, but then we'll talk about that later in my seven. But uh, my favorite character, it's more characters, uh, was the girl in a rush. Anytime they were together, it was uh, really sweet and really cool. It was nice to see her be able to like restrain herself and not just straight murder him. Because in this movie, vampires. She seemed very hardcore. She was really fast and and strong and stuff. So, like, yeah, she was draining folks in like ten seconds. Yeah, usually in vampire movies that we see, you know, like they're strong, but they're kind of squishy, and that's kind of yeah. it. But in this one, she seemed kind of hardcore. So, you know, but no, uh, they were amazing, and you know, it, it doesn't hurt that they're in like ninety percent of every scene. I think every scene, one of them's in it. So you you can't help but either like or hate them. And I had a great time with them. So, Uh, Katie, who's your least favorite character? Saeed the drug dealer. That guy was the fucking worst. Yep. He just, every interaction with him was fucking terrible. Like, he walked into that house and basically blamed uh, Arash for his dad's fucking like drug problem and stole Arash's car, which is just fucking ridiculous. Yep. And then after he had stolen the car, proceeded to go find one of his hookers and then took all her money, didn't give her her cut, forced him to have to give him a blowjob. Like fucking just what an asshole and i'm so glad that he died he did fucking mountains of cocaine he should have died anyways but yep insane i don't understand how the girl was not just perpetually high because every person she drank from was high as fuck (laughs) 
So I, I said that to Micah when she bit into Saeed the first time. I was like, she's about to be flying right now. <laughs> yeah. He literally just did like eight grams of Coke in like 30 seconds. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Emma, who's your least favorite? Yep, same. <laughs> His tattoos were shitty. They were all drawn by Sharpie. We all know that. But his personality was worse than his tattoos. Yep. Micah. Uh, I'm going to go with the dad as being my least favorite character. I mean, other than just being a shitty junkie, is he, uh, he blames it on his son, blames it on his dead wife. Like, you know, it's everybody else's fault, not his. And then, you know, it gets to the point where he starts throwing things around the house and, and, uh, causing a ruckus. What, what's the kid's name? Arash. Arash comes out and he's like, What the fuck are you doing? Quit destroying our house. You know what? You want drugs? Here, let me give you all the fucking drugs. And if you take it, get the fuck out of my house because yeah. I am not dealing with this shit anymore. I tried to help you, I tried to get you out of this, and you're just unwilling to change. So, here you go, baby gets his bottle, get the fuck out, I don't want to see you again. You know, and kicks him out, and he's like, well, oh shit, I got drugs again. All right, and he gave me the cat? All right, well, time to visit the hooker. <laughs> you know, like, fuck, man. Otis? Yeah, uh, everything that Micah said, that dude was poop. Like, at least you couldn't, I mean, you could fault the, you know, drug dealer pimp for being a shitty person but that dad was extra terrible and i hate that you know usually in movies there's always a character that has a drag down the main character because they have to have some type of attachment that is toxic to him and it yeah the second dad was like taking heroin like six minutes into the movie i was like oh you're gonna be a liability aren't you <laughs> and he was a fucking liability in this movie at, at least he didn't like get the car stolen. I mean, he did get it taken in his own way. But at least the dad wasn't like, hey, I got the sweet-ass car. Give me some drugs for it. You know, like right. that. But it's still a shitty person. So uh, the second he popped up, I was like, oh, you, you're garbage water. So. so when he got killed, I was like, hooray. So <laughs> let us <Goodbye>. do... <laughs> let's do seven word synopsis. Yay. So uh, the one I have is awesome soundtrack in this interesting vampire movie uh the music was great uh, a couple of them i shazammed for later and i'm gonna put into soundtracks and stuff when i listen to music it was really good stuff i love it was it. really good it was a solid ass soundtrack katie um adult artsy version of let me in yeah it's very similar and then what i said during the movie film school assignment was vampire meets art yeah. <laughs> it was that one little snippet of Nelson's art film festival thing from The Simpsons where it was like 10 seconds of him depressingly kicking a balloon Holy and then it was over. And I was like, wow, okay. <laughs> All right, Micah. All right. My new title for the movie, The Girl Skateboards Around Late at Night. 
And then this is an actual synopsis, since I rarely ever do those. An artsy origin of a vampire handler. Ooh. Nice. Yeah, I, th- I that was my take on it, especially at the end when he kind of realizes what the fuck is... Well, kind of realizes. The last, like, you know, 15 minutes of the movie with the two of them together in the same scene is nothing but them looking at each other or moving around in silence and just because everybody's, you know... She knows that he knows, and he kind of thinks that he knows, and her silence is kind of going like, uh, yeah, you, yeah you're you getting know. it. <laughs> you're getting it. I see the wheels turning, but just letting him figure it out. And then it's, he's finally like, well, let's get in the car. I got the cat, and let's go find some dark place to hang out. <laughs> <laughs> so I turned it into an origin story of a vampire handler. I like it. Go ahead, baby. Okay. Never steal an animal. Defucks your problem. That dude hopped in a fence and grabbed a cat. I was like, what's up with you? What are you doing? Uh, Second one, I'm sorry. That's a canal of bodies? Yeah. For real. And nobody gave any fucks about it. No. I was like, oh boy. Okay. Uh, Sharpie tats got sucked dry almost twice. Yep. And then can we talk about that balloon moment? Oh, yeah. (laughs) The interpretive dance. Like, I'm really not sure what the balloon moment was for. It was artsy. Right? And then my alliterative, drugs, dancing, destruction, darkness, dangerous dame drinks. Ooh, good one. Yeah. Okay, this film came out November 21st, 2014. Man, oh, man. time's yeah, moving. So I could not find a budget for this film. But go figure. It's not, you know. But what do you guys think the box office for A Girl Walks Home Alone at Night? Katie. Hmm. 250,000. Okay, Emma. 650,000. 650. Micah. Uh, two sandwiches and a family bag size of Doritos. Two sandwiches? <laughs> uh, <laughs> it... $13 is what. <laughs> <laughs> no, Two matinee I'll tickets. Go, <laughs> I'll go a million. A million? One dollar due. A million, a million. Sandwiches are made out of gold. <laughs> Katie caught it. Okay, so, uh, oh, someone went over, but the closest to the pin went out going over was Katie. The box office was 628. Oh. Oh, oops. <laughs> I'm sorry. I thought we were doing the, the other one. The budget? Yeah. No, this is Box. He said he couldn't find the budget. Mm. Yeah. You need Artsy film. You can find the money. Is that a mosquito? <laughs> Get out of here, mosquito. <laughs> you stop it. <laughs> okay. I saw a mosquito here. So, uh, does anybody have anything else to say about Girl Walks Home Alone at Night? 
I want to say Midnight Snow Bent. It was really good. You should find it and watch it. Give it, it a shot. It. The title is a definite mouthful. There are also several scenes of people getting a mouthful. <laughs> yeah, multiple times. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so that was the last chapter in Vampire Month. So next month uh, is very interesting times for us. So uh, I think the third week of August. Yes, August. is going to be Shark Week. Shark Week. Electric Boogaloo. The second annual. Yeah. Shark Week 2. Electric Boogaloo. So, uh, Electric Shark Boogaloo. Electric, oh, that's worse. <laughs> electric so, Shark I'm sure we could find a movie called Electric Sharks. Yeah. So we're cultivating some of the... Found Santa Shark. Anything's possible. That's yeah. fantastic. Uh, you know, we'll be cultivating the best <laughs> of the best of shark films out there. Uh, go figure. After Sharknado, everybody tried to make another shitty shark film. So there's billions of them. So uh, we'll be going through that. And the rest of the month will be animal horror. So it just kind of fits into that alley of just animals doing wild shit. So uh, I've, I have a pick or two that I think would work pretty good. Uh, one of my absolute favorite films. Uh, I think it fits in the horror because the thing eats a lot of people. Uh, and then Kevin Bacon's in it. So it's always fun to see <laughs> him. So uh, we'll we'll find some picks and do that and then we'll have shark week and we'll yell about some shitty movies so i'm very excited so um if you have any other cool fun facts about vampires you can tweet us at alan Tempod. we have an email it is alan presents at gmail.com we have a facebook app alan presents so like always uh thank you for listening if this is your first episode what's up are we gonna pick a favorite oh yeah Woo, future artists you got some stuff to do uh so We are at the end of Vampire Month. So I need you guys to think about the movies we did and pick which movie was your favorite. So we had Vampires vs. Bronx, The Lost Boys, Bram's... I want to say Stroke is so bad. Bram's Stokers, Dracula, Dracula 2000 with that curly-headed fuck. (laughs) A girl walks home alone at night. So Katie, what was your favorite vampire movie we did? Vampires vs. the Bronx. Yeah. Yep. Uh, it had gay. It did have gay, which was really good. But I really liked the idea of like just a set of kids like trying to protect their neighborhood against this like horrible, horrible thing. It was kind of like Lost Boys, but done a lot better than Lost Boys. Or yeah, Stranger I don't care things. if you're sad about it. It's like Stranger mean. Things meets Lost Boys. Yeah, it was really fucking good. Strange and boys. the way that they like characterized the vampires as like the rich elitists who were coming to just gentrify all of the Bronx. Like that was such a cool take on everything and the way that they were like slowly buying up the neighborhood, but also like just killing every single person who didn't want to back out of their lease. Like fucking genius. It was really, really good. All the acting was great. The music was great. Vampires versus the Bronx. Uh, Emma. Also, yes. (laughs) That movie was just... It was just a really nice, fresh take on a vampire situation because vampire movies have been made over and over and over and over and over since the beginning of the 1900s. And it's... 
like we mentioned, there's only so many ways that vampires work as to our knowledge. And it was really nice to see that sort of fresh, not only are they fighting something that's pretty much unkillable, but they're fighting their disgusting gentrification <laughs> as well. So I liked it. Micah. Hmm. Well, the nostalgia factor has me going with Lost Boys. I mean, yeah. Grew up with it. Uh, it's got several people who went on to have amazing acting careers. Um, so did it, Dracula it 2000. Established. <laughs> well, yeah, but and that Bram was Stoker's. Also... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but, but Bram, Bram Stoker Stoker's had people who were already like gaining popularity. I know, no. And Dracula 2000, same thing. It was like, I mean, some people did some more credible stuff, thank God, after those movies. Gerard but, Buttfuck in that movie. You know, those were those were high budget movies that had, you know, that were that were done by major studios. I mean, I guess Lost Boys was too, but it used a lot of. They were all kids back then. Yeah. And they went on to be better, good adult actors. Corey um, Feldman was popular prior to Lost Boys. That's how he got into it. Yep. Then fine. They're all the same. <laughs> they were just really little back then compared to <laughs> the other two movies. Anyway, uh, but it established a lot of, of, I mean, it established a lot of different rules. Like, that were redone in different mediums and <clears throat> were just, you know, kind of respun for each vampire movie, you know, causing a lot of, oh, I don't like that vampire movie because, oh, it has this rule but doesn't have this rule and they're just cherry picking and it's like, well, it's a made up concept, so that's <laughs> what happens. <laughs> um, but I honestly, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and say uh a Girl Walks Home at Night was my favorite of these. Uh, it was very artsy, and when I thought about it, you know, basically as an origin story for a vampire handler versus an origin story for the vampire, you know, I thought that was cool. It reminded me a lot of Let the Right One In. So, as as another origin story for a handler. So. Yeah. Yeah, and that the artsy style was was really cool without being too overly dramatic. But yeah, Otis, so, did you choose yours? No, uh, it's weird. This month, uh, usually there's always a standout pick, and the other ones were like, "eh, it wasn't bad." In uh, this month, just about every film had something pretty cool that I enjoyed. Like Lost Boys, that's one of my. That's, one of my favorites, just like Micah, I watched the shit out of that as a kid. Uh, vampires versus Bronx was just a really cool idea. Like it just gentrification and vampires put them together. It's, it's wild. Uh, Bram's, you know, Stroker's vamp, uh, you know, Dracula got to see a really cool version of Dracula until he started changing and having sex with people. That got weird. <laughs> but you know, I got to see my vampire boys out there <laughs> killing. Uh, and then uh, this movie, The Girl Walks Home Alone, it, it was different. It was just really different. And, you know, it, as much as Dracula 2000 was, it was poopy, 
uh, I like poopy movies, but that one, it's, I don't know, something about Gerard Butler's head, it just makes me mad, so, <laughs> but I just call him a curly-headed fuck, I don't know what's wrong with his hair, it just makes me mad, uh, but I've had to pick one, uh, probably Vampires vs. Bronx, that was a really cool idea, and plus I got to see Gay be cute, flying around killing people, so, uh, that's always a, it's always a bonus, so, uh, ooh, I don't know if I can splice this, fuck it, I'm gonna do it again, so, if you have any other cool vampire Fun facts for us. You can tweet us at Allentown Pod. We have an email. It is Allentown Presents at gmail.com. We have a Facebook at Allentown Presents. So, uh, if this is your first episode, hey, welcome. It's, it's a good one. This movie's amazing. If not, hey, guess what? We have 145 other episodes of just scary movies. We do a lot of stuff here uh, on this network. So, check out an episode. Oh, guys, I forgot to tell y'all. So, uh, Guido, he, uh, he watched Psycho Gorman a while ago and he thought it was great. And he yeah. said, hey, when is Guido month? So uh, we're going to pick one of these months, and he's going to pick four or five films for us to watch. And so Woo. he's like, I got some good picks. And I was like, You okay. hear that, listeners? If you participate and are really dedicated, we dedicate right back at you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then we're two months away from the third annual Halloween Screamathon. So I'm cultivating the list of movies. A couple of things that come out very soon new. So there's going to be a couple of new scary movies that we review. I'm very pumped. This this year is going to be... Halloween It's going to be pretty solid. Like, uh, I think I've, like, locked in maybe, like, 11 movies that I know it's that are going to be reviewed. I'm like, damn, this is a really good list. So uh, putting out my feelers to people uh, that want to do movies. Told Guido to pick another one. He's like, oh, okay. So we're going to watch some absurd, old-ass, dumb shit, D-list movie and laugh about it. So, uh, But no, if you want to be involved, just send us, a, send us a message some way and we'll get you in. So uh, for everybody here in Allentown, uh, thanks for listening. And we'll be back very soon with another episode. Okay, bye, guys. Bye. Toots. This is me being dramatically silent, like the movie we just watched. Don't do drugs, kids. Drugs are bad. Blech.